0: For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: All right, welcome to the fall podcast. Today is a little different. Yes, today is October 1st, 2022, and this is a Saturday. So I've been kind of hinting at uh, something new coming down the pipeline, and uh, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag right now, and this is what it is. So I'm starting a new series called The Season. So this will be referred to as The Season 22 um, or, you know, next year will be The Season 23 and so on and so forth. So basically, the the bare bones of this thing is raw, uncut, like, to the point journal. So my plan is to keep these 15 minutes and, in, 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 you know, below, basically. T- tonight might be... A little longer, just because I'm trying to describe everything. But it, you know, these episodes are going to be like right to the point and um, down and dirty and and nitty gritty. So, basically, what this is all about is every year since like 2012 2013 season, um, I've journaled every sit that I've had. So basically, I go through and I I talk about the day you know, the barometric pressure, the moon phase, the wind, all that stuff, what I've seen that night or that morning or that day, whatever. Um, and, and I keep these notes and year after year, I just try to get trends and, you know, patterns and and everything like that. So I thought it'd be cool to every night after I sit. So it'd be like, you know, today I just sat tonight. So um, tomorrow, let's say I hunted morning and night, then I would do one tomorrow night about the whole day. And basically it'd be my season in a journal form, but audio form basically. And, uh, the reason why I'm doing it is cause I, I don't know, I get a lot of value from it because, um, I like to see trends. I like to see one what's working and what's not. Yeah, basically that's it. And, and for everybody out there listening to this, um, this is, Kind of just a short and sweet, you know, you might like it, you might not like it. It might be one of those things where it's like, oh, uh," you know, Aaron had, you know, this wind tonight and the deer did this and he was sitting this, this type of terrain or whatever. You might be able to carbon copy what I was doing to you. And it's like kind of real time. I want it to be real time. Now, there will be times where, you know, if I go on a trip or something like that, I probably won't be able to podcast every night. Like we're going to the UP and and hunting, uh, some public land where there's hardly any service and everything next week. I will probably just do a podcast when I get home about that and I'll break down each sit, but for the most part, I really want to try to get these out the day of, um, so everybody can hear it either the night of, or the next morning and kind of relate, you know, real time info. So that's basically the gist. We're calling it the season. Um, this will be the season 22, obviously, so let's get into it. Today, this first episode will be, you know, is brought to you by Latitude Outdoors. So guys, if you guys are in the market for any mobile setup and, you know, ergonomically efficient, uh, comfortable setup, look no further than Latitude because uh, these things are awesome. I sat in mine tonight, first time I've saddle hunted in 11 years and boy, was it dialed. I was so comfortable. I used the method too. If you guys want to know uh, more about these, please go to LatitudeOutdoors.com. And if you guys want to get anything, use the code THEFALLPODCAST, all one word. That'll get you sa- uh, classic two uh, saddle kits, any accessories. It's just not good for the method too. So you can still use that for you know ropes and accessories and everything like that. So do that. So today's, today's episode is going to be brought to you by Latitude Outdoors. So let's get into today. October 1st, 2022, the opener. I didn't hunt this morning. Uh, I I just don't, I didn't have anything set in stone, you know, hard evidence that uh, told me I needed to hunt the morning. I'm not against hunting the mornings early. I actually really enjoy it. But if I don't have anything to go off of, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to just hope and pray that, you know, I'm waiting for one to walk by. Like, I got to have some hard evidence for me to go in. I want to go in calculated. I want to go in ready to kill. So tonight I had that the last couple evenings. I mean, I've been glassing for the last 12 days, every night, every morning, driving around or just glassing my house and whatnot. And I've got some pretty decent bucks locked down. But last night, September 30th, I had a shooter buck that I've been looking at, um, daylight again. And he daylighted a little after seven o'clock and I figured, you know, this is the third time he's done this, uh, in 10 days and it's all daylight. So I had a game plan to go in and try to get after this deer. Now, a couple things were going against me. I felt like the Northeast wind was not, uh, conducive. Um, today was going to be, or today was hotter than It has been all week. I mean, we've had a couple frosty mornings this week, and it's actually, I think it got up to 68 degrees today. Um, Tomorrow it's going to drop back off a little bit. But uh, let's, let's break down a little bit of the, you know, the things going on with the weather. So right now the moon phase is a waxing crescent right now. So a waxing crescent, if anybody doesn't know, it's a quarter moon. So it's right after a new moon. And a new moon is when it was completely dark. So we're getting back into, we're going back into a full moon, basically. Um, that's the the way we're headed. So it's a waxing crescent. The pressure was 30.25 and it's rising. So that's good. It was uh, seven mile an hour, went out of the Northeast. But what really helped me out tonight was Um, A northeast wind, and then it switched to straight east, which really helped me out, and I'll tell you why here in a minute. I was going to go in after this buck tonight, and I had a tree picked out and everything, and he, like I said, did this three times in 10 days, and uh, he's living in a standing cornfield and coming out to beans. So now the beans right now are all turned, except there are some beans out there that are greenish yellow, and the deer are hammering them right now still around me. So I was really like hesitant. I I, I didn't know. Actually, I I wasn't hesitant. I was really sure that I wanted to go in there and get after this deer in that stand. So all night last night after I I watched him and he I watched him go back, you know, when it got dark, I couldn't see him, but he was heading to where he was going to bed. So I figured he was going to be coming out this evening. Now, I didn't hunt this morning. And, uh, late morning, a uh, little around nine, I had two other bucks that I clarify as shooter show up on a camera and I knew ex- they were going back to bed. I knew exactly where they were going to bed. The kicker is they bet on the neighbors and I cannot get close to them. Now I referred to historical data on this one. So typically when these deer do this, where they bed in this area, they like to use a drainage in this field and they work the drainage down in the evening. And then when the acorns are falling, I've, I know where some reds and some whites are, and they're in this little acorn. I call it an acorn platter, an oak platter. When the acorn, the years the acorns are, are, are dropping, the deer will use this drainage just about every night, early season. I've only got about three or four day window though. It's October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Like, it's, it's really short, and then it just goes all nocturnal when they're dropping, they'll use this drainage and they usually get to these oaks right around last light. And you can usually get, you know, really close to getting a deer. So this morning when I got these pictures, I'm like, well, I mean, and these oaks are about 450 yards away from where this camera, I got these pictures to this camera. And, um, I was like, well, historically this is what these deer do. And, you know, I did a speed tour and, On this farm, and this oak flat was dropping whites like crazy and reds. I mean, when you walk around, it sounds like you're walking on popcorn, basically. The
0: 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the US military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability crisp trigger and is still a favorite for all types of shooters whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns log on to midwayusa.com
2: this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Takovis is your stop for the best in western style Takovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more
1: So I knew that the deer were probably going to be in there. So I went with the numbers. There was two bucks that I would shoot that were going back to bed. And then there was one that was very, he was very hit or he He's done it three times, but it's like he did it once 10 days ago. And then he did it a couple days after that. And then he didn't do it for a week. And then he did it again last night. So I'm like, but he has ended up at these acorns because I'm glassing. He has ended up there. So I'm like, well, he could still show up there. So I was going with the numbers, and the wind was like it worked out better for this. So I pivoted and I called an audible, and I decided to go to this Oak Flat. Now I head out about three thirty. I wanted to be set up and hunting by four. Uh, it gives me, you know, just about a four hour sit because I could have shot almost till eight o'clock. And so what I did is I got in there. I didn't bump any deer. I uh, picked out a tree and got set up. Uh, got my sticks up. First time in the X wing tonight. Loved it. Um, I have no complaints about the X wing platform right now. That thing is badass. Um, it was just awesome. Good setup. Beautiful night. Kind of chilly. I wasn't in the sun. So if you were sitting in the sun, you're probably baking. But I was. I was in the timber ten yards. So um, it was kind of chilly. It was a good night. And uh, the acorns are falling like crazy around me. They're hitting me and everything. And I didn't see anything for, I mean, I was set up at 10 after 4, I think. Um, I didn't see anything until about 6.45. And I looked, you know, over to my uh, south and a doe popped out. And and then seven other does popped out. And they popped out exactly where I thought they were going to pop out. And I'm like, okay, so they're going to start working this way, I felt like. And as they popped out, I looked over and there was a coyote and he started screwing around with these things and it kind of knocked them off their, their routine a little bit. And I'm like, shit, like the coyotes got in between the does in the field and the bedding. So I'm like, well, if those bucks are in there, maybe that coyote will, you know, hold them back there. And I'm like, I was really bumming about it. All of a sudden the does just started making their way to me. Now they're, like I said, they're 400 yards away. And I looked at, and I see, I looked out in the timber, and the coyote had kind of worked off a little ways. And um, I looked on the edge of the timber, and I could see another deer pop out, a little buck came out, another little buck, and then another little buck, and another little buck. So I had four bucks out there, and eight does. Um, yeah, there was eight total does. That's what it was. And uh, it was like a uh, like a switch flipped. And they started kind of beeline to me. What, what they do is they, they get farther east of me and then they work to that drainage and that drainage kind of winds, not right up to me, but darn close. And, uh, they started working the drainage, but I lost them for a good 20, 25 minutes because all the foliage was so bad. And I'm like, well, I think they're going to end up popping out. And when they'd pop out, they'd be about a hundred yards from me. So I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to find them and everything. And I'm just waiting for one of these shooter bucks to walk out where these other deer did, and nothing, and nothing, and nothing. And all of a sudden, a doe popped out in at the hundred yard mark, and then here they come, single file. I'm like, here we go. So I got ready, and uh, just thinking that I can't see anything to my east. And that's where, the, you know, when I watched that buck go back to bed last night, he was to my east. So I couldn't see anything. So I'm like, well, maybe he'd come out of that corn and link up with these does and and uh, maybe just kind of work his way in. So it, he would have showed up like right, you know, underneath me before I even knew he was there. But so these does are working in and I, everything's working to a T, and the bucks are right behind them and everything, and they come to fifteen yards, all of them, and they're just eating, right around me, eating all these acorns and and the beans and everything, and I'm filming them and just having an awesome night. They have no idea I'm there, and this is kind of where the wind really helped out. So when when they were when I lost them for like twenty minutes, is when the wind shifted, and they could have did one of two things. They could have used or they could have picked a uh, runway that was going to go right down in front of me, and the wind would have been perfect like it would have been coming from them to me or they could have did what they actually did is uh go behind me and then the wind was going to catch them but i could feel it you know when i lost them there for a little bit and then they popped out i could feel the wind switch and it was going straight east so that wind was just just off wind for them and when they came and got to 15 yards they had no idea i was there now if the wind was still out of the northeast i'd have been screwed but um No, it it was perfect, and uh, they milled around there for probably 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. I filmed them. I could have shot every one of them. And I was just, you know, on high alert, just waiting for one of those shooters to come from the east. And he never did. So but the plan worked. It was just the wrong deer. So back to the drawing board for tomorrow. I'm not gonna hunt in the morning. Like I said, I, I still just don't have anything solid right now for the morning. Um they're just not high percentage sits for me, so I'm not gonna push the fact right now. So tomorrow night I might go back to that same tree, or I'm glassing in the morning, though. I will say that. I'm glassing at first light. I get up, and I'm going to drive the section, glass, and uh, I love that. Grab some coffee and just glass, get the spotter out, see if I can see one of these bucks going back to bed, and uh, just kind of monitor trail cams as well, and just kind of make a game plan for tomorrow evening. Now, the wind is supposed to be the same thing. It's supposed to be a northeast, switching to an east like tonight. But the high for tomorrow is supposed to be, let me check real quick. It's supposed to be cooler, so um, just checking real quick. Like I said, this is gonna be very raw, down, dirty. So the high for tomorrow is 61. The low, so in the morning, it's gonna be 34. So let me give you some little stats here for the next. Um, this is for my area, area of Central Michigan. So tomorrow's a high of 61, a low of 34. Monday, 64, low of 36. Tuesday, 69. Low of 47. The wind starts to switch from east. And then Tuesday it's supposed to go to southwest. Wednesday is supposed to be the hottest day next week. That's gonna go to southwest as well. It's a high of 71, low of 53. Now, Thursday is a day that I am really looking at. Now I'm gonna I wanna just explain why here so thursday there's a chance of showers okay um p.m showers a high of 60 so you're you're talking about 11 degree uh wet or uh temperature drop okay and it's going to be out of the west the wind is going to go from a southwest to a west at 11 mile an hour and there's going to be some precipitation so i'm looking at a day like that but even friday is even better so that's what i like the the day you know leading up to the front and then here's the really big drop so thursday is a high of 60 and a low of 39 friday is a high of 46 and in the morning it's supposed to be a low of 31 so friday and it's a north wind 10 mile an hour is gonna be your day you need to look at um friday so if you guys need to go check out the the weather and uh the moon phase is gonna be a waxing gibbous so get in there. Um, check that out. A waxing gibbous is a three-quarter moon right before a full moon, if you guys were wondering. So that's like the three-quarter. Get in there. Check it out. Um, hopefully this helps you out a little bit. Like yeah, today, you know, this is almost 20 minutes, but they're not going to be this long. Just kind of a recap, a journal. Uh, hopefully you guys like it. Uh, let me know if you do in the comments. Um, you know, write a little... Uh, comment on iTunes uh, or hit me up in the DM. So thank you guys very much. Like I said, this can be short and sweet. And um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Don't forget, go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, leave a written review, go and do that at Spotify as well. So uh, thank you guys very much and uh, good luck out there and we'll see you next time.